Testing, testing, one, two. <laughs> can you hear me? Sure good, Roger. <laughs> oh, God, man. What a fucking day. Oh. Went by quicker than shit. You're, tell- you're telling me. Um, Was it a good day all around for you, though? Oh, no more. We'll get into it here in one moment. So, welcome, everyone, to episode... 13 of This Will Be Terrible. I'm Staley. And I'm Bryce. And um, really, you shouldn't even need to do an intro at this point. I mean, you guys know who we are. You know who the fuck you're listening to. The greatest of all time. Prestige worldwide. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, man, uh, to answer your question, yeah, I mean, it was a good day. Ashley and I stayed at a... um, hotel last night um and it was pretty cool oh man he said he's gonna be father of three now no (laughs) no but um yeah it was a good time um you know every night we've been with Caden since he's been born um so it was nice to have like one little night away it wasn't even a full night though because I mean you couldn't even check into the hotel until three and then, then you got to be out there by eleven. So, um, did, it, did it feel weird at the same time being away from him too? Yeah, yeah, he definitely, definitely did because I mean, you spend X amount of months, you know, putting together to all the time, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it was good night, and then you know, come back today and you know, get back into the swing of things and how it goes. Where'd you go to uh, for your hotel? Uh, Uniontown. Oh, okay. I got you. Did yeah, you... we w- went to Holiday Inn. Oh, man. I thought you were going to be classy and go to the Motel 8. <laughs> I was actually thinking I'd go to your house. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty comfy <laughs> in my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. So, what'd you do over the weekend? Oh, man. Uh, I'm not... Nothing out of the usual for myself. <clears throat> uh, Friday spent all day working pretty much. <clears throat> and uh, got some, um, <laughs> tell you what, I got some formula for um, my woman. And, you know, I had a great... woman? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, you know how it goes. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure do. <laughs> but this is the first time I ever got formula. So, I mean, it's like, it's crazy to me how many different variations and kinds of like formula there is. Did she tell you about the terrible shortage they're having? Oh, I mean, she didn't even have to. I mean, you see it plastered everywhere on Facebook. I mean, yeah. shit. It's not, it's like not a day that goes by that it's not in your face. And, you know, it, it is a real thing. So, exactly. I mean, it's not a reality for most people like me, but you know, for other mothers out there, especially single moms, and I'm sure it's more worrisome on their side. Oh, most definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, that's all cool and fucking dandy. I want to thank everyone, you know, obviously for listening to the previous episode. Um, please, for just our sake. Go on to our website, buy some merch. The link will be in the description below. 
buy some merch, tip us, donate us, request stuff for us to do, etc. I'm going to start doing this at the beginning of the pod because at the end of it, I really don't feel like going on a long ad spiel. So, without further ado. So, <laughs> without further ado, this this week, I feel like, I don't know about you, Bryce, but I feel like the past few, there's been so much like negativity at the beginning and all throughout the podcast. So I feel like this week we should start off with something pretty lighthearted, not like really any debate thing, just like to tell people um, maybe some hip hop and uh, stuff that came out this week and, um, you know, kind of just started off on a better tone than we, than we have been. I agree. You know, I feel like that um, wears down on people at sometimes. Exactly. So, everyone, uh, here are just – I won't give you a complete list of every album that came out in every genre, but I do have the hip-hop stuff down pat. So, we got Drake with Honestly Nevermind. We got Gucci Mane with So Icy Gang. We got Kevin Gates with Kaza. We got Snoop Dogg with Snoop Dogg Presents Death Row 5. We got So Fago before Pink. We got West Side Boogie, more black superheroes. Ombre 3000. Um, Then we got Zoe Dollars. Thank you for doubting me. Lakia, no pressure. Logic, Vinyl Days. Uh, Duke Deuce, Crunk Star. Tony Cheneau, Reflections. And Jay Stone, The Definition of Sacrifice. Um... I did listen to a few of these. Um, I just want to first start off by saying <clears throat> the first album I listened to when I came out at midnight was uh, Drake's album. And um, <clears throat> so I had a, already had a worry because when you clicked onto the album, it said the genre was dance. What? Yeah. I'm, hopefully I'm getting into this. The genre was dance. So I'm like, well, you know what? I don't want to judge just based off genre. Let me, like, take a listen. Right. So click on it, get onto the first track. I hear the nice instrumental. I was like, oh, this is a pretty good beat right here. And then maybe a minute in, I switch to the next song. That one sounded the same exact way. Um, the beat sounded really good. And then Drake was basically just making a whole album of fucking dance. <laughs> Slash house music, and it was the worst thing I've ever heard in my fucking life. <laughs> so it was like an experimental album, so to say. I guess so. I mean, I guess when you just get a four hundred million dollar contract, uh, you you start getting experimental, right? I mean, shit. I can't picture Drake ever going that route. Yeah, I mean, I was cool with the whole dance hall thing when he went to more reggaeton. Like bag and shit. That was that was okay, but this was like just pure house music. I don't really fuck with that. <laughs> yeah, right. I want to hear the dank verses, the mad bars, bro. Exactly. Bring out the Drake that I know. Exactly, and you know it was just so um, disappointing. I um, literally that I don't I forget. I think the album was like forty minutes long. For me, it lasted literally probably ten minutes. I found two songs off the project, and they were the two last songs. And I only liked them because guess what he was doing on those two songs? Rapping. Oh, wow. (laughs) Imagine if he did that for the whole album. Yeah. 
And then also on the album, one feature, I don't really care about features, but one features, one feature, you know, 21 Savage, and he's really an artist that has grew on me tremendously over the years from when I first heard him. I couldn't stand him. He has, like, gotten so much um, better now, and he spit a great verse and shit like that. It was a good song to listen to, but it was literally, the, it took me all the way to the last song of the album to find something. Right. <clears throat> I, uh, I have a hard time trying to listen to albums all the way through anymore just because I mean really there's there's not a whole out al- whole lot of albums out there that I can say I like every single song on there. Right. I get yeah, it. I get it. Drake being one of the few artists that I've really listened to probably since high school. Yeah. Like there's a couple of like, you know, uh hot hits that he has but like other than that I, I can't really say go out of my way to listen to him that much right it makes sense I, I i think um for me i think i found his music when i was like like all of us in this generation just very young and um i guess impressionable and um i became really hooked on uh that song marvin's room by him which is now considered like the sim fucking anthem and uh, right <laughs> and honestly um, and, you know, I just loved that song so much back then. And it still holds like a, oh, this is going to sound so fucking whack. But it holds like a special, like, play some, like, my heart. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Bailey has feelings. Bryce has feelings, too. I hope you guys heard the beginning of this podcast. Bryce is claiming someone live on air. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You can tell the whole world. I don't give a fuck. Oh, I'm, are you kidding me? As soon as we get off here, I'm posting it as a status. <laughs> oh. Okay. I see how it is. Um, you got this much love for me, huh? Yes. Well, I appreciate that. Of course. Um, My girl on the other hand might not, so you might want to watch your back, bud. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> It'll be all cool. I'll be like, oh, it's another Bryce. <laughs> Um, but yeah, after listening to that trash album, I needed to hear something good. So I switch over to Kevin Gates with uh, his album Causa, and he's been in the headlines uh, insanely for the past week um, for some of the things he said, and then how his wife Drika does up and bounce on him. Um, but I can say that. It was a nice change from the whole Drake Drake shit because, oh my god, first song on, the fucking intro, rapping his ass off, and that doesn't change all the way until the end of the project. Like, he was just r- rapping really well, and the the beats were just amazing. Um, nothing really to say beyond that. I would just li- really advise, if you like hip-hop and shit like that, and if you need something to really bump in the car, I would highly suggest putting this shit on because it is amazing. Actually, the one song I would recommend you play in the car the most is this called the uh, song called Steppin. Oh, my God. It's only like two minutes, and 15 seconds. But literally, <laughs> that song is so fucking hard, man. I I was in my you know house listening to that shit. And the whole time I'm listening to it, I'm like. I don't want to be in the fucking house right now. I want to be in the fucking car. <laughs> like, fuck it makes you, you want to knock. Dude. It makes you want to knock somebody the fuck out. <laughs> <clears throat> Bro, I felt that. 
made me want to tell my teacher to go to detention. You know what I mean? Ooh. <laughs> um, as far as the other projects, the only other project I listened to on here was uh, more Black Superheroes by West Side Boogie. Um, if anyone doesn't know him, he is signed to Shady, uh, Eminem's label and shit. They uh, on his last project, he had an Eminem feature on there. They both went back and forth. It was a pretty dope record. Um, but this this shit was amazing. He he had Soldier Boy on there. He had Snoop Dogg, uh, Smino, and more. Um, Boy. yeah. And let me tell you something. Soldier hold it held his own. Did he? Yeah, it was actually it was actually pretty damn good. I'm not gonna lie, and I don't. I, I listen. I would never in my life cape for fucking Soldier Boy, but uh, yeah, pretty pretty good feature. I never thought I'd hear the day when we'd think that Soldier Boy was relevant again. Yeah, he he just makes himself relevant, really. <laughs> I mean, yeah, honestly. Oh, you remember that stunt he did with the whole video game system? Like he was going to make his own? Yes, yes. (laughs) And then let me tell you, everybody, you could go on Wish and probably find the same exact thing that he released as his own video game console. Yeah, it's very true. Um. Uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, that was like all the hip hop and stuff that came out this week. If you guys really want to know all the other genres and stuff like that, we can start talking about music more. But literally, I, it was a big hip hop week, so I'm literally just discussing hip hop. Uh, keep keep an eye out on Likely Lewis's drop. I think it's coming out this week. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the street's been waiting for that. Dude, everybody's been waiting. What do you mean? It's fucking cleaning the streets with his rap. Oh, my God. That's all I want in my newsfeed is, bro, this will be terrible. Mention like Lewis. You think he's going to blow up now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's been blowing up. What do you mean? That's true. The goat of the shit. Like, he transcends the top 100 hits. <laughs> billboard chart, whatever the hell you want to call it. Right. Well, this was probably one of the biggest pieces of news this week. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Uh, the owner, as you guys know, of uh, <laughs> WWE. Um, this, yeah, it says Vince McMahon stepped down, steps down as WWE CEO following hush money allegations. Hush <laughs> money, huh? Yeah, it's a, yeah, so basically, Bryce, I'm you then again, you're not really in. I'm not really in the wrestling community that heavy either. But this shit was all over, like Twitter, Facebook, um, etc. This week, um, but yeah, uh, has agreed to step back from his responsibility as chairman and CEO while the wrestling company's board investigates him for alleged misconduct. In the meantime, his daughter Stephanie McMahon will serve as interim CEO and interim chairwoman. Uh, McMahon will completely disappear from the company. He will retain his role related to WWE's creative content while the investigation is ongoing and will appear as a character during wrestling matches. Um, Did it it say, like, in detail, like, what kind of, like, misconduct was going on? So, 
basically, um, to make a long story short uh, for you, he had an affair. Ah, nice. And he... Shocker. <laughs> Celebrity has affairs. Yes. So, basically, um, there was one woman on the roster that was making 100000 a year, right? But then <clears throat> he... Um, what happened? What what happened was when he started sleeping with her, he bumped it up another hundred thousand, so she made two hundred thousand per year. And then, um, after he was done with her, he passed her to his right hand man. His name was John Laurinaitis. And then John Laurinaitis started hitting it too. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I guess I left a paper trail somewhere for whoever to find or maybe yeah. i guess someone spoke out about it oh yeah yeah so basically basically um some wrestlers that have been fired from the company over the past few months have made little like hints and shit like that but i'm guessing the woman that it happened to maybe she spoke out um but everyone was giving vince a hard time about this but i don't understand why and i'll and the reason being, um, first of all, this motherfucker's like almost eighty now, or maybe he is eighty, and he can still get it up. Kudos to that man. Yeah, no, Viagra's a great thing. It is, it is, and um, also, it wasn't like she was being sexually assaulted or anything of that nature. She was literally just getting fucked. So I don't know what the problem is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know either. Does I mean, does Vince McMahon have a wife? Well, he did until the story came out. Oh, yeah, right. Honestly, I should have said uh, he did. He had a wife because uh, someone was on Tinder the other day, took a screenshot, and posted on Facebook of Linda Mc, Linda McMahon. Well, former Linda McMahon's uh, Tinder profile. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she didn't pass no time at all. No. And, not... you know, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure. I bet that's not the only one that Vince McMahon's done, done that yeah, to. I mean, look at, like, uh, Trish Stratus back in the day. And, like, all these girls that, like, Vince has, like, you know, made out with on TV back in the 90s when it was, like, okay. Right. Vince got away with a lot of shit, man. A lot of shit. But... He keeps on thinking that this is 1990s. It's like Vince, wake up, buddy. Woke, woke, uh, woke culture is in. <laughs> like you got to be very careful. Yeah, right. Before you get canceled real fucking quick. And listen to this shit, right? Though this is such a WWE and Vince McMahon thing in the first place. But two days after all this information comes out and more information kept on coming, um, on Friday night. <laughs> WWE's Facebook and Twitter put out that Mr. McMahon, not Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon, the character, would be on WWE television that night. (laughs) And the fans sang his theme song and cheered for him and all this shit. (laughs) Jesus. You know, I keep forgetting that that they're like, they have like alternate egos for like their their wrestling personas. Yes. And so like they separate the two. Like I remember when Hulk Hogan was like under trial a couple years ago. 
they like used like audio evidence of him against like a sexual assault case or something. Yeah. The audio he was talking about like Hulk Hogan's like 10 inch dong. And then in the courtroom, he was trying to explain to them how Hulk Hogan's got a massive penis, but like Hulk Hogan without the whole wrestling image is just a normal man. Right. Well, see, this is my biggest thing when it comes to Vince. Is he, okay, he got away with all the stuff in the 90s. He got away with literally on nat, on live air, on live TV in 2000. It was during the Ruthless Aggression era, which was like 2002 or 2003 to like 2008 or 9. Yeah. Uh, when they went PG. But literally on TV... This was when John Cena was still in that uh, Doctor Thugonomics thing, and he was wearing jeans and all that shit. And Vince comes up, and he was like talking to Cena. And then by the end of it, Vince was like, "Have a good day, my N-word," and no one said a thing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I just watched a tick, not really a TikTok, but it was a a video or short on YouTube, Mm -hmm. and it was somebody interviewing Easy E back in the day. And he's oh, like, we're talking about. Oh, did you see that video too? He's like, How would yeah. you feel if like a white person came up to you and called you the N-word? And he's like, Oh, it depends. Are they gonna use like the A at the end of it or like the hard R? Right. If he's the hard R, he's gonna whip his fists. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. <coughs> it is so crazy how like today easily crucified. Oh yeah. You'll die on that hill, dude. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. I don't care if you're trying to go viral or not. There is a big difference between getting uh, fame and then getting fame just to get shit on. Like, yeah. you never be allowed to be in public. Because if you were in public, you're going to get fucking killed. <laughs> yeah, Staley, you better go back and start deleting them old tweets. Excuse me? <laughs> maybe, maybe everyone should just go to Bryce's Facebook. Just scroll a little bit now. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Everybody should recognize how hilarious I am. Yeah, they should. Cancel cancel Bryce as soon as possible. Right, I never (laughs) even made it. (laughs) Um, this this was sad news. My man, Lil Weezy. Um, Lil Wayne denied entry into the UK for festival festival performance. Uh, rapper Lil Wayne will no longer perform at a British f- music festival this weekend after he was declined entry into the United Kingdom, organizer- organizers have said. Um, the five-time Grammy Award winner who was sentenced to one year in jail in 2010 relating to a gun possession charge was able to take the stage at Strawberries at the Strawberries and Cream Festival on Saturday. Uh, Ludacris will now perform instead. Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, what a downgrade. I uh, I love Luda. <laughs> I bet you, you know? do. But um, going from Wayne to Luda, that's a big uh, jump. That's what I'm saying. I wonder, I mean, that's kind of dumb, though. I mean, like, is it just specifically because of, like, those past events that he's not allowed to attend? Yeah, because basically... Um... It says an individ- any individual who has been sentenced to a custodial sentence of 12 months or more must have their application refused, a home office sp- spokesperson said. Well, what the fuck? That's kind of lame. That's so fucking stupid. It says 
yeah, um, Little Wayne's performance would have, would have been his first in the UK in 14 years. So he hasn't even been back there in 14 years because he knows about the rule. And now he gets booked and now he can't go just because because of Britain's stupid ass fucking laws. I mean, I can probably understand if it like happened over there, but I mean, this is like over here in our territory. Why do they yeah. care? Yeah, and it was fucking almost 13 years <clears throat> Yeah, right? I mean, Christ, let it go. Yeah, shit. Holy I mean, it is kind of amazing how he does, like, pretty much beat a case every time. Yeah, not as good as Vaughn, but... <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> no, um... Yeah, I think the last thing I remember hearing about him is that, uh... He was, like, assaulting one of his security guards, because he was, like taking pictures and like leaking shit of like upcoming projects or whatever yep and uh but you know of course him and you know his notoriety pretty much saved his ass from you know catching another gun charge yeah very true uh you know sorry to wayne don't worry i mean the uk might not fuck with you but you already know america does oh you're good (laughs) yeah the goat um Sadly, so we have another wrestling um, news here thing. This is about a uh, good old Jeff Hardy. Um, mm, so, think I know where this is going to go. Yeah. AEW suspends Jeff Hardy without pay after being charged with DUI and driving with a suspended license. Um, former WWE champion and current AEW roster member, Jeff Hardy was arrested on Monday morning and now faces three charges, including his third arrest for driving under the influence of drugs or alcohol in the past ten, past 10 years. Hardy was arrested in uh, Volusia County, Florida, according to online records. That charge, along with driving with a suspended license and violating restrictions placed on his driver license, continues a long history of legal troubles and drug and alcohol-related incidents for Hardy. Hardy was arrested twice in 2019 while a member of the WWE locker room once for public intoxication in July and a DUI in October. WWE sent Hardy to rehab after the incidents. Um, AEW President Tony Khan acknowledged Hardy's arrest in a statement posted on Tuesday. Khan stated that Hardy is open to AEW-assisted treatment for substance abuse. Hardy is suspended without pay and can resume performing at AEW only once he completes a treatment program. Um, we, were, we were able to resume contact with Jeff Hardy this afternoon, Khan said. AW does not condone Jeff's alleged behavior. We made it clear to Jeff that we'll assist him in getting treatment for substance abuse issues, which he has indicated that he's open to receiving. In the interim, he is suspended without pay and he can only return. Same thing I just said to after he completes treatment and maintains his sobriety. That's so crazy. I didn't even know he had any substance abuse um, disorders. Oh, oh, dude, it's been a problem for years. <clears throat> How has it? Yeah, like, literally, shit, well well into, like, the early 2000s and shit like that. Has it ever been disclosed, like, what particular substances that he struggles with? <sighs> Not really. I know it's a lot of, uh, it's been a lot of pills, a lot of pain pills because of him always diving on the ladders. Oh, and- I mean... You're just asking for trouble for WWE stars to, like, not get addicted to painkillers. Exactly. Exactly. Um, 
but yeah, you know, all the pain he takes from me, jumping off ladders or, you know, because he's always been that crazy dude. Like, if you watch WWE back in the day, Jeff Hardy was always a guy that's going to do outlandish shit. Right, and, you know, coupled on top of, uh, you know, getting older and whatnot, your body doesn't, you know, heal the same. Exactly. Like, I remember it was his first night in AEW, and he did his swan, his famous swanton bomb. And after he did it, he was literally sitting there holding his back. Right. And that's like goes to show you, okay, Jeff isn't that 19-year-old kid anymore. Right, where you can just get up and brush it off. Now it fucking hurts now, boy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's so shitty to hear because myself and, you know, all the other fans that have, you know, been supporting Jeff for years, it's like, you know, at this point, don't even like necessarily feel bad because now he does it to himself. He's got gone to rehab four to five times. And yet this just it's a continuous cycle and it keeps on taking taking the rehab thing, saying, Oh, I'm down for treatment and then he'll be good for six months and then he'll get another DUI. Yep. Yeah. Seems pretty common in celebrities. And I mean, I'm not saying they don't get clean, but like, look at Bam Margera. I think he's another perfect example. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's been trying to, what little affiliation he has left with the jackass crew. I mean, it's basically been been tarnished from him doing the same thing, just fucking around and not taking shit seriously and trying to. Probably dealing with a lot of shit too. Probably never really got over Ryan's death. That's what I was gonna say. He he's been harping on Ryan's death forever. Right. And it seems like everybody else has been able to move on except him. Yeah. Seems to be the case. I mean, you know I hope, you know, Jeff, I doubt you'll ever hear this, but uh I hope that you can, you know, get through this and actually stay clean. Um, and if honestly, I think you should retire from wrestling. I think, I think doing any type of movements or, you know, hitting your body at all just puts you in too much pain. So you resort to the alcohol and the drugs and shit like that. If that's the case, you should literally just maybe retire from wrestling, maybe work behind the scenes. Right. Take it easy on yourself. Yeah. I mean, you have nothing left to prove. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody, I feel like, puts their time and you know, some people just don't know when to quit. And I feel like you could probably make enough money to survive if you retired now. Right. I feel like the reason it takes people so long to quit or give up, etc., is I've heard it from multiple WWE superstars or AEW superstars or just any company superstars. It's the whole thrill of the crowd, whether they're booing you or cheering you, you know, you, you don't hear that in like, you know, all the other professions that you could just do any day, any day in or out. Mm -hmm. Um, And I get that completely, but I feel like if it's making it so you can't live your life peacefully and not you know i hate to go back to the whole jeff thing but if it literally makes your life so you have to rely on a substance nine times out of ten you should probably just give it up right 
No, I agree. I think uh it'd be the best case scenario for him. I agree. <clears throat> I think the the fame will be hard to let go, but in the end, uh, if he wants to get better, he's going to have to learn to live without it. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's one thing too. Jeff, I mean, you have literally been God, I mean, I was so fucking young when I started watching wrestling. You you have literally been so popular for so long. You could not wrestle for 30 years and just make maybe appearances of bullshit here and there and be fine. Like, Scott Hall didn't wrestle for X amount of years, but yet every time he showed up, you know, RIP to Scott, by the way, um, every time he showed up, he still got cheered, you know, and that can still be a thing for you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you're never going to be forgotten. You've literally have wrestled in three generations now. Right. Nothing wrong with throwing in the towel. No, no. Throwing in the towel. I mean, you've already proved your worth. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Like I said, let's just hope he gets better. And uh, that's about it. That's all I got for the topic, unless you want to ask something else. Nah, I mean, I'm not too big into wrestling, but it is sad to hear coming from someone who's always in um, active recovery. Exactly. So... I think he. I think he'll get this if he's really serious about it this time. And this is gonna, this is gonna sound really fucked up, right? But um, this this uh next topic. Speaking of uh, alcohol and drugs, <laughs> uh, Jack Daniels and Coca Cola officially come together for Jack and Coke. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, I'm a piece of shit. Um, so what are they just gonna start selling? cans of it now no oh, don't worry don't worry i'm Bryce, you know me bro i'm gonna get into it oh my god Terry, <laughs> fuck off will you shut the fuck up you worthless piece of stack of shit i fucking hate you dude i'll smack your lips dude i will literally kiss you right on the fucking forehead <laughs> <laughs> bro you want to be cuddled hard later because that's where it's going I swear, I want to be the little spoon tonight. Dude. <laughs> I'll show you my little spoon. Oh. <laughs> I heard from the grapevine, it's not very little. Oh, man. At least that's what, at least that's what Zeger told me. Oh, shit. Zeger's <laughs> <laughs> not even around right now. That's fine. <laughs> that's because I got you here, baby. Oh, <laughs> um, but anyway, to get more into the story, um, the popular alcoholic Jack and Coke drink has been officially released thanks to Jack Daniels and Coca-Cola, a joint effort by the Brown Foreman Corporation and Coca-Cola. This release recognizes a missed opportunity of not coming together sooner for a classic cocktail involving Tennessee whiskey. Um, this relation in quotations. This relationship brings together two classic American icons to deliver consumers a taste, experience they love in a way that is consistent, convenient, and portable. Uh, Lawson Wilting, CEO and president of Brown Foreman Corporation, in quotation, Brown Foreman has been a leader in the ready-to-drink category since we launched our first Jack Daniels ready-to-drink more than 30 years ago. Coca-Cola perfectly uh, complements Jack Daniels and our existing road to drink offerings enabling us to accelerate expansion and continue to grow our business around the world 
Um, Arriving in both the full sugar and zero version, the ready-to-drink Jack and Coke will be available in a 350-milliliter can with an alcohol uh, content of 5%. Fans Fans of the drink can expect a launch in Mexico in the second half of 2022, followed by a global release. Oh, man. It's actually kind of cool that they're doing that, though. Yeah, I'll send you a, also send you a picture of the cans after we get off here because they look pretty fucking dope too. I was I was wondering what the design would look like because I was gonna say like Jack Daniels and Coke. That's gonna be a cool fucking design. Yeah, yeah, it's <coughs> it's really really fucking cool. Um, and you know, as someone like me, I've never been the biggest fan of like really any liquor or anything like that. But the one thing I've always liked is Jack and Coke. Oh my God, you're so fucking white. Shut the fuck up, you worthless piece of shit. You were thinking your mind for like one second, like, hey, maybe I should just shut the fuck up. Bro, do you ever think about shutting your Peter Parker, bro? Because I can do it for you. Oh, my God. I wish that, like, you were Batman and your dad left you. (laughs) (laughs) Time you go to McDonald's and you get a 10 piece. I hope they only put like seven in there. You know, Bryce, I hope your girl leaves you. <laughs> and I hope the next time you go to pour a bowl of cereal, there's no fucking milk. I hope when you go to work tomorrow, they call you a fat, lazy piece of shit and kick you the fuck out of there. <laughs> and we. You know what? No, I'm not going to say anything because then I'm just going to get mean. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Say how you feel. You know what? At least... No, I'm not. Go ahead. At least someone's going to work tomorrow, bud. I am too. I, You know I got a job. Yeah. Fucking yeah. sex work isn't real work, bud. <laughs> Grow up. Yeah, it is. I pay handsomely for it. <sighs> I fucking hate your guts. Anyway, um... Feelings fucking mutual. Good worth... Oh, God. I fucking can't say it. I'm trying to read this fucking topic. If you could, today, Junior. Your mother should have aborted your worthless ass. I agree. Finally, something we can agree on. Anyway, I want to give a shout out to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, they won the NBA Finals again. Uh, Stephen Curry was named the NBA Finals MVP for the first time in his career. Uh, this was big because during the series, um, if anyone else like me thought like, hey, is the Golden State Warriors players besides Steph and Andrew Wiggins sleeping? Um, we, I really thought that. I was like, oh, fuck. Celtics got this shit in the fucking bag. And then Steph pulled this right out of his ass. <laughs> so, so uh, His best. Yeah. So... I just wanted to give a shout out to them. Um, still fuck the Warriors. Go Bulls. Um, and we'll keep it at that. Um, I know um, Bryce doesn't watch sports because, you know, only men watch sports. So. Yeah, I guess you're easily entertained. I mean, looking at your face entertains me because it's fucking disgusting. Mm. <laughs> you have a way with words. Your mother tells me the same thing. Yeah. How's she doing? <laughs> Being great. Under she, hey, you can fucking talk to the dead. Earl, earlier, she was doing she was doing pretty great. 
Um, but then she uh, fucked up the mushrooms that she made me, so I had to hit her a couple times. <laughs> mushrooms. Yep. I didn't know you liked mushrooms. Regular mushrooms, not the mushrooms you're talking about. You fucking piece of shit. Bro, grow up. Bro, you grow up. <laughs> I am grown, bro. I've transcended humanity. Okay, now listen. <laughs> this story. <laughs> okay. Um, you've, you've probably heard about this. Um, Biden takes tumble during bike ride in Delaware. Um, um, it says here, the president did not need medical attention after he fell off his bike at a state park near his vacation home in uh, Rio Booth Beach, according to the White House. <laughs> Thanks, oh my God. I'm sure, I'm sure you're giving us factual information. <laughs> right. Probably got a cut on his knee or something. They gave him a Spider-Man sticker, Band-Aid. This was easily the funniest news of the entire week. And then when I got to watch the video of him falling. (laughs) Oh, Biden, what is your old demented ass doing on a bicycle? Still trying to show everybody that he can still get make it out in the open, you know, act normal in public. But we all know it's a front. Yeah. Um, I, I but, saw it. I thought it was pretty funny too. And he, and he even stopped on his bike too, and he <laughs> still fell over. <laughs> oh, I love it, man. I fucking love it. But I like this was probably the funniest thing that happened over his presidency. Whereas, like with uh, Big T, Big T, he always kept us laughing. Oh man, listen, Big T, if you're listening. <laughs> Streets need you, dog. Streets need you. It's me out here. It's so bad. We wait. We waiting for that second album. <laughs> waiting on the second album. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! So th- this one's good. Um, <clears throat> attorney accused of wiretap conspiracy with inmate at Washington County Jail. Um. An attorney who had developed a romantic relationship with an inmate at the Washington County Jail was accused of conspiring to allow him to listen into a private phone call she had with his new lawyer last month. Kimberly Ann Furmanick was arrested Thursday morning in Greensboro, where she had just started a new job as a Westmoreland County public defender. <laughs> this is great. Um, in a range by <laughs> District Judge Kelly Stewart on felony charges of intercepting communications and conspiracy in washington county's finest right here oh man you're telling me the story just gets better um firm Firmanek, i can't pronounce that last name i don't give a shit uh 34 of ritual township green county is accused of allowing john quentin lazier to eavesdrop on her phone call with his new defense attorney james jeffries and in, in may uh, Lazier is being held at the Washington County Jail as he awaits trial on three separate drug charges in which Firmick at one point represented him. Uh, she was no longer permitted to visit the jail or make phone calls beginning in December, but Washington County detectives wrote in charging documents that she would still call Lazier, often using aliases and different phone numbers. Um, it is not It's not known when her and Lazier developed a relationship or why exactly she was barred from visiting the jail. Or why exactly she was barred from visiting the jail. 
boy, 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 boy. I'm telling you what, these attorneys. These fucking attorneys. You should see this woman, man. She and him look like the perfect couple, too. They both look like shit. I'm sure they both belong in jail together. Oh, they do. They do. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like that episode of Spongebob where, like, Spongebob gets kidnapped by Plankton and, you know, like, he's working across the street. It's going to be them. This grill is not a grill. (laughs) It's not the same without you. You know what I'm talking about. You know the vibes. Of course I know what you're talking about, Bryce. Fuck. Stop fucking lying to me, fucking slut. Oh, my God. You know, I wish I would have chose a different podcast partner. I can't fucking stand the current one. (laughs) <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Go ahead. Who's your new partner? Michelle Obama. No, <laughs> man, you have really downgraded. I'm selling out. What? I'm gonna sell out. Yeah, you're telling me. I'm surprised you haven't already. Oh, believe me. I'm telling you what one thing, Bryce. Whenever a deal does come our way, listen, <laughs> you and I, I'm going to act like I know nobody else around here. <laughs> I promise. Just me, huh? Just you. Oh, man, I'm honored. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, if I make it, I'm bringing, bringing you with me. We're going to glow up together. Absolutely. Bro, we're going to fucking run this podcast in the street. We're going to make Joe Rogan look like amateur shit. I would literally, I literally would like to be invited on there. And I'd be like, oh, so so what made you guys first coming on? Just to tell you to go fuck yourself, Joe. That's what. <laughs> As I'm in the background, you know, in the kitchen or something, you know, casually making. Yeah. Like, Bryce, don't forget my PB&J. <laughs> hey, Joe Rogan, you ever seen this? It's not elk steak, but it's... <laughs> um, now, listen, I wanted to talk about this because this has a lot to do with what I was saying last week about... Remember how we were speaking about res- uh, uh, a recession and shit like that? Yeah. So, uh, the, the in quotation, the economy is going to collapse, says Wall Street veteran... Nova Novogratz, we are going to go into a really fast recession. Um, veteran investor and Bitcoin bull Michael Novogratz doesn't have a rosy outlook on the economy, which he described as, as headed for a substantial downturn with the likelihood of a fast recession on the horizon. Um, we are going into a really fast recession. You can see it in a lot of ways. Um, Housing is starting to roll over, he said. Inventories have exploded. There are layoffs in multiple industries, and the Fed is stuck. He said with a position of having to hike interest rates until inflation rolls over. Um, And, you know, he goes on and on about, like, different things that are on the rise and things of that nature. But this is what I was saying last week. I just need someone else to kind of convey that same message so it would be more respected. But this, guys, this is someone on Wall Street, a veteran on Wall Street, that can see it as well. 
Yeah, it's only. It is. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like I said, everyone keeps on hoping, like, oh, things will get better. There, it's, it's not. It's it's only going to get worse. The recession will happen. Then I can finally, finally get that four bedroom, three bath house for fifteen dollars. Dude, I'm telling you, I've been waiting so hard for this house to hit the crash. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Bro, I'm, I'm gonna buy fucking Coolio's pad. I'm gonna have a gangster's paradise up in here. That's good. You should give that a shot. I, I am. I, I fucking said, God. Sometimes I really don't think you listen to me. Wait, what? <laughs> I really don't think you listen to me. What are you talking about? I said I will do that. Oh, good. Yeah. God. <laughs> Don't need you to fucking tell me to do it. I already said I would. Shut the fuck up. Fuck you. Okay. I did not want to talk about this. I really <laughs> not want to talk about this because it has been a great, great, great podcast. Very mostly, you know, funny little topics besides like the, you know, Jeff Hardy thing and shit like that. But, um, Sadly, we have to discuss this. Um, police investigating death of baby found unresponsive in vehicle in Upper St. Clair. Um, Allegheny County Police are investigating the death of three-month-old Caden New Nguyen. N-G-U-Y-E-N. Um, in Upper St. Clair. Yeah, it says the death of an infant who has been left inside a vehicle for hours under investigation. Upper St. Clair Authority said Thursday night. Um, it says the uh, cause and manner of death have not been determined. Um, Allegheny County Police said Upper St. Clair Police and paramedics were notified of a three-month-old boy who was found unresponsive in a 300 block of Fort Couch Road at, at about 5 p.m. Police said Friday the boy was found in his father's vehicle, and it has believed, and it is believed that he had been left there for several hours. When first responders first arrived, they attempted life-saving measures, but the infant was pronounced deceased at the scene. Jesus. No charges, no charges have been filed. Kind of police said that decision will be made once the full medical examiner report was received. Um, yeah, it says temperature, temperatures on Thursday were well into the 90s. Doctors said it doesn't take long for, for that heat to impact the child. We all know what it feels like to have a fever. Dr. Pamela said, imagine a fever where you're surrounded by it and there's no way to cool off. Um, <clears throat> you know, man, I'm going to get real honest here for a minute. I don't understand how and the blue fuck, you can have fucking kids, right? And mm. then fucking forget them in a fucking vehicle. For hours. For hours. Not even not even just fucking hours. Anytime at all. Like, if you have fucking kids and you know you're not going to fucking work and shit like that, you know, like, they're with you. You're sitting there talking to them, playing with them, you know, and shit like that. How the fuck do you do you leave them in their car? And people could say, oh, mistakes happen. Bullshit. 
mistakes happen. Like maybe your kid trips over your foot or something like that. This is not a mistake. Yeah. This is shitty fucking parenting. And I want, and I, I truly believe, I don't, you know, they said no charges were filed yet. I want both these fucking pricks to never be able to have fucking kids again. So, prime example of why you should have a license to have kids. Exactly. Like, you have, you should be able, you should have to take a fucking test to prove that you're not a fucking retard before you're allowed to take your goddamn kid home. And I know that word is not fucking PC. But this shit just fucking aggravates the fuck out of me. Because never in my fucking life could I fucking have one of my kids in my fucking car and fucking forget about them. Yeah, and I came... Not to leave their kid in their car. And I had a feeling that's what it was, too. It was like, the heat, obviously. What else would it have been? Right. Like yeah, how do you how do you forget a child in a car though? I don't. I don't know, man. I seen this story, you know, days ago, and you know, I had to bite my tongue the whole week because I wanted to speak about it on fucking the ship, but I knew we we were gonna discuss it on here. Um, man, I I I don't get it. First, you know, you got people abusing their fucking kids, making them malnourished, then you you know, have, you know, parents forgetting them in fucking vehicles and shit like that. Like, how the fuck? Why can just any single motherfucker have kids? Yeah. No, it should also be China does at this point. Yeah, it's like, you know what, if you're gonna, if you know for a fact you're gonna be a shit parent, it's very fucking simple. I know it's harder for women. Guys, you can literally go out there and get a fucking bisectomy and call it a fucking day. Yep. Don't ruin anybody else's life. Yeah. Like, fuck. If you if you can't take care of yourself, do not try to take care of a fucking kid. You fucking dumbasses. Get into this world now and take care of it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Um... Anyway, to, you know, this, the kids, you know, other family members and shit like that, you know, condolences to you guys. I can't, I can't even fucking imagine how you feel. Yeah, same goes out for me too. Anybody with kids, no. Yeah. Um. So, on a other topic here, uh, Internet Explorer star of Windows dies at twenty six. Um, Internet Explorer is dead. Microsoft is retiring. Um, Internet Explorer today after nearly 27 years. The aging web browser is being sunset in favor of Microsoft Edge with support being officially withdrawn for um, Internet Explorer 11 today. It's the end of an Internet era after Microsoft initially moved away from the Internet Explorer branding with the release of Windows 10 in 2015. 
Um, you know, this isn't really news. Not a lot of people have been using Internet Explorer for years now. But I just wanted to say that's like how we all kind of grew up using Internet Explorer first. So, guys, as you can probably tell, we uh, ran into a little bit of audio slash connection issue there at the end. Um, I just want to thank you guys for checking out this episode. Uh, might be a little bit shorter uh, than our previous ones, but I mean, sometimes these things happen, right? Nothing you can really do about it. Um, as always, you know, check us out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat. Check out our Teespring where our merchandise is. Uh, tip to us, donate to us, all that stuff that I said at the beginning. And just, you know, stay around and follow us for future uh, podcasts and different things that will come down the line. Um, since Bryce isn't here, I'm Staley. And... Bryce right now too. <laughs> uh and we appreciate y'all appreciate y'all checking us out. Have a good one. Bye bye.